proper standard against him. I see the enemy coming in like a flood in our houses, in our churches, in our families. But what I don't see is the standard. People of God, where's the standard at? We're in a war, y'all. It's time to stand, y'all. The Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Freddie Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear, and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Today's message, The Unconditional Love of God. And now here is Bishop Caldwell. To the Gospel of John, the third chapter and the 16th verse. John chapter 3 and verse 16. In John 3.16, one of the most prolific scriptures in God's word is John 3 and 16. The Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. I want to talk to you today about God's unconditional love. God's love is unconditional. Go to the book of Hosea on, cha- on uh, chapter 1 on page 919, please. Well, go to Hosea chapter 1. God's unconditional love. How many of y'all realize that God's love is unconditional? Meaning that it does not come with conditions. In Hosea chapter 1, and I shall read the first nine verses, the word of the Lord that came unto Hosea, the son of Beri, in the days of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, kings of Judah, and in the days of Jeroboam, the son of Joash, king of Israel. The beginning of the word of the Lord by Hosea And the Lord said to Hosea, Go, take unto thee a wife of whoredom and children of whoredom, for the land hath committed great holotry or adultery departing from the Lord. So he went and took Gomer, the daughter of Dibliam, who conceived and bore him a son. And the Lord said unto him, Call his name Jezreel, for yet a little while, and I will avenge the blood of Jezreel upon the house of Jehu, and will cause to cease the kingdom of the house of Israel. And it shall come to pass at that day that I will break the bow of Israel in the valley of Jezreel. And she conceived again and bore a daughter, And God said unto her, Call her name Loruhamah, 
just in case anybody's looking for a name for your daughter. <laughs> Call her name Loruhamah, for I will no more have mercy upon the house of Israel, but I will utterly take them away. But I will have mercy upon the house of Judah and will save them by the Lord their God and will not save them by bow, nor by sword, nor by battle, by horses, nor by horsemen. Now when she had weaned Loruhamah, she conceived and bore a son. Then said God, call his name Loami, for you are not my people. And I will not be your God. Chapter 3, verses 1 through 5. Hosea. Then saith the Lord unto me, Go yet, love a woman beloved of her friend, yet an adulteress, according to the love of the Lord toward the children of Israel who look to other gods and love cakes of raisins. So I bought her for myself for 15 pieces of silver and for an homer of barley and a half homer of barley. And I said unto her, Thou shalt abide for me many days. Thou shalt not play the harlot, and thou shalt not be for another man so will I also be for thee. For the children of Israel shall abide many days without a king and without a prince and without a sacrifice and without an image and without an ephod and without teraphim. Afterward shall the children of Israel return and seek the Lord their God and David their king and shall fear the Lord and his goodness in the latter days, God's unconditional love. God has a love for each one of us that is totally unconditional. Meaning then, unconditional, it is without boundaries. It is without human merit. It is God who is himself love. God speaks to Hosea, this prophet, and he tells him to go and marry a whore. He does not command him. He allows him to go and marry a whore. For the express purpose of showing Israel their whoredoms. Israel consisted of ten nations or ten tribes. They comprised the northern kingdom. They were known as the nation of Israel. And then there were Two tribes in the south, known as the southern kingdom. Those two tribes were Judah and Benjamin. Gomer 
was a whore. Some people would call her a prostitute. Hosea was allowed, not made to, but allowed by the Lord to go and marry Gomer. And so when they got married, Gomer was a good-looking, well-built, beautiful lady. But she was a whore. So when they got married, because God wanted Israel to understand through Hosea, how he felt about what they were doing to him in worshiping idols. And God wanted Israel, as well as Judah, to know that you can't do nothing to make me not love you. Because God's unconditional love is not based upon human effort. That's why God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So after they got married, Goma began to have children. But she was married to a man who loved her unconditionally. Oh, the world that we live in today is hungry for the living bread. So lift the Savior up for men to see. And he said, and I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all men unto me. Some of us need to quit hiding Jesus. We hide him under a bushel. We hide and leave him behind and go to the party and act a fool. It's time to let Jesus lead you. He's a mighty good leader. You ought to let him lead you from earth to glory. So Gomer began to have children. In verse 3, so he went and took Gomer, the daughter of Diblium, who conceived and bore him a son. And the Lord said unto him, Call his name Jezreel, for yet a little while, and I will avenge the blood of Jezreel upon the house of Jehu, and will cause to cease the kingdom of the house of Israel. God says that southern, that northern kingdom, the house of Israel, is coming down, is going to cease to be. But right now, it's full of harlotry. It's full of so she had a son by the name of Jezreel. And when God says that Israel is going to cease to be, Jezreel means I'm going to scatter them. And they were scattered in 70 AD when Titus, the Roman emperor, came in and fulfilled the prophecy of Jesus, who also said it's not going to be one stone left upon another. And so the kingdom of God or the temple of God, would be torn down brick by brick. That was in 70 AD. So Jezreel means scattered. God was going to scatter that kingdom. And in verse 6, And she conceived again and bore a daughter, 
And God said unto him, Call her name Loruhamah, for I will no more have mercy upon the house of Israel, but I will utterly take them away. But I will have mercy upon the house of Judah, that's the southern kingdom, and will save them by the Lord their God, and will not save them by bow, nor by sword, nor by battle, by horses, nor by horsemen. God said, I'm going to save it myself. Now, when she had Loruhamah, them babies started looking like they had different daddies. It was a dead cat on the line because Goma was hooking and bringing them babies up in there. So she had a daughter by the name of Loruhama. It means unpitied. By now, she's bringing these children in the house while Hosea out somewhere preaching. And this second child, her daughter, um, she didn't take care of that girl. She was unpitied. So now she's bringing these children in. She's partying. She got all this going on while the preacher out there prophesying. She ain't stopped there. And Hosea come in looking at these children, but he loved Goma with a, an unconditional love. I don't mean no harm, but if I don't think the world has ever really seen unconditional love. We live in a day right now where people say, you know, I will love you if that's conditional love. You got to do something for me to earn my love. So Peter, who had betrayed the Lord, and the Lord had risen from the dead and caught up with Peter, and Jesus asked Peter a question. He said, Peter, do you love me? Peter said, yes, Lord, I love you. Jesus said, well, will you feed my lambs? See, from here to the pews, this is a love thing. Jesus asked Peter the second time because he had betrayed him and denied him three times. So he asked him the second time, Peter, do you love me? Peter said, yes, Lord, I love you. He said, well, feed my sheep. See, some folk get mad at me. I'm up here to tell you what the Lord said and speak the truth in love. You find another church. You don't know what love is. Then he asked him the third time. He said, Peter, do you love me? Now, by now, Peter is all frustrated like some of us get because we're trying to love out of our own instinct. And the best we can do with that is phileo. In other words, Peter got upset because he couldn't come up to where the Lord was calling him to, which was agapeo love or the God kind of love. See, the God kind of love that God has given to every one of his children, this love is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. If we would allow it, that love is unconditional. I don't mean no harm. I'm not trying to bring up no bad thoughts with anybody. But if we would really operate in agape love, there wouldn't be no divorces. 
It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be no broken homes. It would not be no forsaken children. It would not be division in the White House if we really operated in God's true love. So phileo means I put up with you if you want to put up with me. If you don't want to speak to me, forget you, man. And that's what a lot of us have come down to as Christians trying to operate in that right there. And that's why we've fallen out with everybody. But the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. And in verse 8, Hosea 1, now when she had weaned lo Ruhamah from the breast, she didn't have to be there to breastfeed him and get back to what she was doing. So she had weaned lo Ruhamah. And in verse 9, then said God, call his name Loami, for you are not my people. By now, she had gone with so many men, she didn't know who the baby daddy was. And Hosea looked at that baby and said, uh-uh. This ain't my people. So God had seen the harlotry in Israel and had gotten to the point to say, because of your whoredom, you're not my people. I don't even recognize you. But Hosea's love for Gomer was unconditional. All that beautiful hair that she had, all those straight, beautiful white teeth that she had, all of that beautiful figure eight figure that she had, all that was now gone. Men had burned her up. And now she had gone and given herself totally to harlotry. Chapter 3. Gomer felt on hard times. And nobody wanted her. That's what happens when people get used up. And somebody wrote a song, nobody wants you when you're down and out. Jezreel, Loruhama, and Loami. Now, Gomer's gone. She ain't at home no more. Somebody else taking care of the babies. Hosea, out there prophesying, And loving his wife with an unconditional love. In other words, I know these children ain't mine. But I love you. Mama's baby. Papa's. Maybe. I remember back in the day when I was growing up. And I was turning about 18 years of age. It was a popular thing in the hood, especially when a guy was getting ready to go off into the military. Here she come. She want to get pregnant. She want that government check. Ah, la ruha ma. 
Back then, they was passing babies around. Wasn't no DNA test. I don't know what they was doing back then. But it's a lot of folk want to get pregnant for certain people. Make sure they got a check coming. Nobody in here. In Hosea chapter 3, Then said the Lord unto me, Go yet, love a woman beloved of her friend, yet an adulteress, according to the love of the Lord toward the children of Israel, who look to another, to other gods, and love cakes of raisins. Now, Gomer had left Hosea and had gone totally into adultery. The word got back to Hosea. Say, man, you remember Gomer? Because years had passed. Yeah, I remember Gomer. That's still my wife that I haven't seen in so many days I can't even count. Well, man, do you know that tomorrow they're going to sell Gomer? Oh, man. They're putting her on the auction block and they're going to sell Gomer. Just wanted you to know because I read it in the Shreveport time. Tomorrow at 2 o'clock, they're going to sell Goma. Hosea said, oh, man, no. I, you know, I've been looking here and there. I've been looking everywhere, and I couldn't find Goma. He says, I'll be there tomorrow. He showed up at 12 o'clock. And what he did, he brought with him some money. Said, I ain't never letting this woman go. I don't care what she's done, I love her. I don't care how far she's gone out there with other men, I love her. Because what I got in my heart for her, ain't nobody changing that. I'll be there. So they had Goma. Now that beautiful matted, that beautiful black head of hair she had is all matted up. And sprinkled with gray. Unkept. Body unkept. Teeth missing. Raggedy clothes. The auctioneer began to auction her off. What can I get for this woman? Who want to offer a bid for? Somebody offered a bid for. Two shekels of silver, they said. I give three. Somebody said, I'll give four. Somebody said, I'll pay 10 shekels for. Somebody said, I'll give 13. Somebody said, I'll give 14 shekels of silver for. 14. Going once. 14. 14. Can I get a 15? 14 going twice. Hey, 15 right over here. Hosea. I want her back. I'm willing to buy her back. I will pay 15 shekels of silver. I got the highest bid. Because my love for her has never changed from the day she left me. That's the same thing God is telling us 
that Jesus did for us. We were sold into sin. We were belonging to the devil. And God's unconditional love for us did not let anything stop him while we were yet sinners. Uh-huh. Christ died for us. He didn't wait until we came to Jesus while we were yet sinners. Christ died for us. He stepped up. The devil had us on the auction block and wondered, what can I get for Fred? What can I get for whatever your name is? And the devil had to highest bid and here come Jesus into the slave market of sin. Huh? The devil said, what can I get for him? Jesus said, I'll pay the price. The devil said, what price will you pay? He said, I'll give my life. Because I love him so much, I came to redeem him back from the slave market of sin. And my love for him will never change. My love for him is unconditional. My love for him cannot be measured. There's no measure. There's no distance I won't go to save Fred from a burning hell. I'll pay the price. Aren't you glad that Christ went to the cross? He went to that cross that we might be redeemed. He shed his precious blood that our sins might be forgiven. He was not going to let the devil outbid him. He loved us so much that he came personally to redeem us back to himself. Today's message, The Unconditional Love of God, FC 2674. FC 2674 is now available on CD for only $10 and it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885 or you can mail in your request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana 71119 or email us net. Now the question is, will I do his will and There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come the Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is, when will Jesus return? I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago, and he answered me, came into my heart, and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. The trouble all over the world. I'm telling every man, woman, boy, and girl is coming soon. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded. In the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you.
Hello, this is Bishop Caldwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you.